Hello and welcome to episode 38 of the Press Start Podcast. My name's Shane and I am here with my co-host Ash. Uh, and we've got the, the usual podcast, the, the news roundup uh, today. And there's, there's, there's some good articles in there um, that we're going to share with you. And we are also going to discuss a game that seems to have taken the world by storm um, in Pal World. So we're going to have an extensive discussion all about Pal World. Um, tonight, but before we get to that, Ash, how are you and how's your week been? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, it's been a decent week. It's been a bit, it's one, one of them weeks where um, over the weekend we're off to London. So, you know, when you're just trying to see them few days of work out and it just seems to sort of drag on that little bit more. <laughs> yeah, got something for... to look forward to. You're in holiday mode. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, it's only a two night break, so it's only a quick getaway, but yeah, it's a couple of days away. Uh, take the camera and stuff, so it should be good. But um, yeah, generally, as we've just sort of mentioned, the the game in this week's the regular Warzone, Minecraft, and then obviously Power World, which we're obviously going to go into in a little bit more detail later. It's took over um, my life. It's just it's it's great, and I know obviously it's quite the controversial game at the minute. Yes, uh, again, some of it we'll be discussing in a bit, but. Yeah, um, that's obviously a new addition to the lineup for this week for my gaming. Uh, what about you? Uh, same, yeah. I mean, it's a busy, busy work wise. Um, a, a good, good week, a good week. Um, watching my children play sports uh, over the weekend. My my eldest lad Liam, his rugby team went joint top at league. Uh, so with two games to go, they they could win the league. So that's been good. That's been fun and oh, good. Um, yeah, emotional, but. And the same as you, gaming-wise, it's been it has been Pal World. Now, what I will do, or what I feel I should do, is apologise to Kill Killjoy, our friend Killjoy, on air, because this is now the second game that he's told me about, and expressed vividly that I would love this game, um, and I've watched the trailer and gone no, and it's not not my cup of tea. Yeah. That not my cup of tea. So the first one was uh, Steam World. Punk or Steampunk World. Steampunk World, I think, is the correct name. And the second one's this. And I've ended up giving in and thought, oh, go on then, I'll give it a go. And I absolutely love it. So apologies to Killjoy, but at the same time, thank you uh, for introducing me to those games. But we'll get in uh, to Pal World uh, uh, later on. We will. Um, so let's um, jump in, shall we? Start with the... We're yeah. going to do a bit of the news first. Um, let's catch everybody up. Yeah, and then we'll we'll discuss Power World in a little bit more detail later. Um, a game that obviously was a big thing at the later part of last year for us was Starfield. Mm. Um, obviously, we spent quite a bit of time on it, and we have said, and it's kind of the recurring thing at the minute that we keep saying we'd like to get back into it. It, it is, um, because I really want to, and I'm really excited to. But yeah, other games there's just a lot keep of other things. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Starfield this week has had uh, one of its first major patches, uh, massive update overall. Uh, addressing, we're not obviously we're not going to list everything because it's massive. Um, well over a hundred fixes, updates, changes to the game, uh, things to do with animation, uh, the different creatures and enemies, how they're appearing, uh, invisible creatures on some planets, and so on. Uh, fixes to the crew and companions, overall general fixes to the game for, you know, quality of things like that, likewise graphics, um, and then some other things, you know, uh, fixes on some of the quests and encounters and your powers, uh, outposts, basically. Everything. Any, 
Yeah, it, a bit of everything, even ships and the customization of your ships and your skills and your weapons and all the little things that have sort of been picked up on. And this is the first big they're one. They're certainly they? looking like after major. it. I mean, yeah. head over to press-start.uk for the full list of what they've done. And it is mad. I mean, it even down to like lighting on 73 different locations that they've improved the lighting and they've really gone nitty gritty, haven't they? And like you said, the outpost, that's a big one for me. And, you know, obviously the quests, because I did have a set of quests that I was on and really enjoying. I forget the name now, but there was, there was on that bloody planet that were full of druggies and criminals and um, neon. Neon. Yeah. And it, it was in that tower um like the japanese yes, type thing where the casino and everything is yeah and i got not to the casino, very last mission and i couldn't do it because the guy i meant to go see like the the marker was in the middle of the sea uh, um so i just couldn't do it so i'm hoping when i do go back on it that i can finish that off because i will love in those missions uh and like i said i would bank we we both discussing this the other day weren't we that we can't wait to yeah. get back on it and we know where we are like you were within certain missions, and I were building um, with the Crimson Fleet, yeah. Crimson Fleet, that's right. Uh, and I'm just I were building my outpost. Like I know where I am mission wise, but I want in any active ones. I would just I sent you a picture of my reception area of what was becoming my outpost. So I'm excited to get back on it, and I love the fact that it's going to look quite a bit different, I'd imagine. And and certain little bugs that we did notice that didn't bother us. But no, you know it, it, it's they are sorted, and and I'm excited to see what comes this year with Starfield because I think we're going to get a couple of DLCs. So you'd like to think we're going to get at least one yeah. DLC this year, and I think that maybe you know if we haven't by then, depending on what game's coming out, because I know I've got a couple still to come um, in the next couple of weeks that that I want to play. So maybe that is going to be the bit that you know sort of re- revives it for us. You know, a DLC pops out, and then all of a sudden we're back on that, you know, full time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's but it's I... all the little things. I, like for me, I found that obviously it's it's well known that obviously I don't like the the dark, jumpy elements yeah. of games anyway. Um, but I did find not not because I don't like it, but just as a whole, some of the you know some of the levels some of the missions some of the places you visited were too dark so where obviously it did say the lighting has been improved in at 73 locations i'm hoping not just because it's dark because oh god what's around the corner but it was just too, too dark to like explore some places i found you know yeah, it was just I do too know dark yeah yeah so i'm yeah. hoping you know just the overall lighting and everything i'm not saying it's got to all be well lit to the point that there's no creepiness to it but just yeah. Some places it was just like I can't really see what I'm doing. It's yeah, just too yeah. dark. Yeah. And um yeah, hopefully like in that sort of thing. Obviously seventy three locations is quite a lot as it well. Is. So it is. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's notable, isn't it? It's noticeable. Yeah, you'd like um, to think I mean, so. I mean, you know, we keep saying, don't we, that we are gonna get back on it. And I will reiterate to people that I start I stand by this game. This was my game of the year yeah. last year. Uh, and I've I played Baldur's Gate. I've been on Baldur's Gate all this week as well. Um and Starfield still beats that for me massively so yeah by a mile um you know it's still my game of the year and you know i will reiterate that I, we will get back on this but it, it was always a game and i did say it before it launched that this is a game that i will happily put down and pick back up six months later or a year later or whatever because i know that this i'm going to be on this for years so yeah i know it's there to do ready it. when i finish with other stuff so but yeah I, i'm looking forward to getting back on it whenever that might be 
Yeah, I keep doing this with Red Dead 2 as well. I keep looking at it and thinking I might just <laughs> yeah, start yeah, again. Yeah, you've mentioned that a few times. This week. And it's been installed again on my Xbox for about three months, and I've loaded it up probably four times. Right. And then it's just like, it's all that effort of getting back into it again from the get-go, yeah. leveling everything up, you know, unlocking stuff. And, Great game, though, and to it, do in it In the with. end, it's just... Yeah, I mean, I Great only got so far previously on it because of that reason. I moved on to something else, and it's just like, yeah, do I want? I mean, Lewis, who I work with, I mean, one thing currently, I'm looking forward like, to is, um, like, sorry, my bad, you cut out there, actually, completely gone. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, um, Lewis, who I worked with, who I work with, he's just got started again on Red Dead, and he showed me today. Um, his playtime at the minute is something like 32 hours again on it. He's, oh, he's well. well into it again, so it's like I keep thinking about that as another one that I'd I don't think it'll to, take but... long, would it? You know, once you no. you know once you've done an hour, I think you'd be you'd look be how back quick in. we racked up four and six days on Starfield. Oh god, yeah, yeah, that's it in it. Once you get in, I'm really looking forward to like Black Flag being remade. Like, I, obviously, I, I do I, I do moan sometimes about remakes, but. I think it's just the excitement of go do that game all over again. It's, you know, yeah. it's one of them. It, it, when it's a game you love like that, I, I don't think it's difficult to get back into it once you start playing it. Yeah, definitely. Speaking 100%. of games, you, getting back into you, you, you come back and forth with, and you, and you have done over the years, and, and, and you've certainly done it with this game, Halo Infinite. Yes. So the seasonal updates, you know, season five, it's been announced, that's coming to an end. Um, you know, there will be minor updates, but in terms of big, big season updates, uh, that's coming to an end. And and the game's kind of going back to, you know, the old, what Halo fans will remember with little updates, little strategic stuff coming out and things like that. Um, what? How do you feel as, as a big Halo fan about this? Do you feel that Halo um, is out? It's... Is it just resetting? Is it... How do you feel? I think it's time. I think, obviously, I can't even remember now when Halo Infinite first released. It was a while ago now. I'm just reading through to see if we've ever sort of put anywhere. But it's been a number of years now. Let's put it that yeah. way. So, you know, for me, I think we're at a point now we're ready to sort of... The point is that, obviously, 343 are wrapping up Season 5 as the final big seasonal update because that's going to now start moving on to developing the next project mm. like we've said over the last couple of weeks we don't know what that is yet obviously no. this rumored battle royale thing is apparently cancelled um obviously we've said maybe it could be like a halo wars 3 something like that or it will just be the next major halo title you know yeah. following on from infinite but i think we're just at a position where i think enough has been done with halo infinite in terms of you know it's still got its fan base there are those of us that come and go quite regularly with it. Yeah. It's now time to move on to the next thing. The story, like I said, I didn't complete it anyway, but, you know, it's we're at a point where we now need to move on. Let's start looking at the next thing, you know, whether it's this year that we get a teaser or whether it's next year, you know, whenever it's going to be, start teasing the fans now for the next big thing. But like you sort of said just then, at what point does the Halo series start to get to a point that it's like, it's kind of fading out now. Well, I mean, this is a question couple... I was going to ask. So, obviously, Halo... So, going back to earlier, Halo released on December 8th, 21. So, we're kind oh, yeah, of so, yeah. two and a bit years in now. Now, so so what Halo is to you, Assassin's Creed is to me, 
And we've yeah. had extensive conversations and we actually had it the other night, didn't we? We Gaz in the party and he had the same sort of thought thoughts as you. It turned out, he couldn't remember the exact games, but it turns out the Ezio trilogy was his, I love that. That's yeah, his same as screen. me. Yeah. Same as you. I've, for me, I, I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. The only one that I was uh, let down by was the the French Revolution one, um, yeah. which I thought was terrible, and 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 that wasn't, um, you know, it, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I just thought it was really badly made. I thought it was very blocky, uh, and things like that. But I thought like the open world ones and that that you um, don't like, I I really enjoyed. Uh, like I said, I've loved every single one of them apart from Assassin's Creed Unity. But how do you feel about that c compared to Halo? Because I've loved the open worlds. I love the fact of what they did to Mirage and came back. Now, I know you're a massive Halo fan. Do you think Infinite hit the same way? No, I don't think so. I think multiplayer-wise, I'd say it's probably the best one 343 have ever done. It right. felt like a classic Bungie Halo multiplayer. Right. point yep um halo 4 halo 5 and that just didn't hit that spot full start story multiplayer and everything for me personally um i know a lot of other people said the same that you know the halo infinite multiplayer in that when we got our hands on it i think there was a beta or something i can't remember now but people were going this is classic halo to a point yeah. you know it feels better they went down a different direction with the story. Obviously, the first open-world RPG style, you can go mm. from A to B across a map. You can sort of kind of choose a journey of your own, whichever which way you want to play Which I remember you saying it. before you preferred the more direct, didn't you? Yeah, I liked... Halo's always been very much like your Gears of War or something. You know, it's, it's a structured campaign. It's yeah. A to B to C. You do every mission, you finish that mission, you get your little end-of-story... Uh, end of mission story, mm. then you roll on to the next mission. Whereas with Halo Infinite, it was very much, I'm at the top of this mountain at this base. Now I can either go down here and sort of carry on this part of the story or go and do this side bit or go mm. and do that side bit. And it was just like, I just didn't like it. It didn't, it was a good, it was a, it was good for 343 to go down that thing of let's, you know, go out of comfort zone a little bit, a bit of a reimagining. We're going to try something a bit different. But for me, I just don't think it worked. It wasn't very enjoyable to follow. It was kind of hard to follow, to be honest. I got probably a third of the way through and I didn't really understand what I was doing. I yeah, I'm going to say sometimes it, when you've got main missions and side quests and things like that, you've got to make them engaging and memorable, yeah. aren't you? Because otherwise it is so easy to forget. Like, yeah, you know, comparing Starfield to what we've just been discussing, obviously there is absolutely shit tons of side missions and the main quest yeah. on there. But I can remember every one of them. I can remember yeah. all the way through. I've some great ones. Done. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? And if it, the don't engage you and there's not enough, then, you know. So for you, 343 have dipped the, war, the toe in the water of open world and you want to protect that toe back out, don't jump in. Go back to normal, but by what you're saying with a the multiplayer, there's still life to be bred. Into yeah, the I think you know they've they've certainly if they take what they've done with the Halo Infinite multiplayer and forward this on to whatever the next one is, as you know, if it is, let's say it's Halo, what are we on now, it'd be Halo Seven, I think, mm. potentially. You know, it's say if they release Halo Seven, whatever it's called, 
and it is a proper true-to-life story, you know, with missions and all this. Keep the formula you've got for the multiplayer. Bring it yep. all in, you know, with a whole new thing, new seasons, new maps, all of that, because that works. It's just a story that you've got to get right because it just it's just Halo 4, Halo 5 Guardians, and Halo Infinite just haven't quite hit the spot with the story. Nowhere near what Bungie produced, so... Let's see what they've got in store, really, because we could be way off what yeah. they're actually working on. So we'll see. I still stick by. I want Halo Wars two. Yeah, Halo Wars three, isn't it? Three. Sorry, yeah. Three yeah. Um, now, something we've discussed on the podcast over the years, uh, or whatever, and you know, over many, many different things that we've produed with TX uh, with Press Start. God, I went way back then, didn't I? TX and our yeah. old, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's been very well documented that we're a big fan of the WWE. Yes. We've not followed it as much over recent years, um, partly because they kind of made it a little bit more hard to follow uh, with moving to BT Sport and everything over here. Now, one of the things we always get suckered into, but we always kind of drop off quite quickly, are the WWE games, aren't they? Yes. We get really into it. We buy them. We have all these Hell in a Cells and Elimination Chambers. We create titles that we'll all battle for. And within about a month, we've not touched it because it's just one of them, the hype kind of dies down quite quick. Yeah. Um, it's that time of year again. Obviously, 2K have got into the routine of releasing um, WWE in sort of a March, early start of the year, springtime. I think this were a clever window. marketing strategy. It works, because there's not that much not out at the out. minute. And, and, and I think no. for me, I think like a lot of fans, and the same for me, is it's... It, 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 it's still. I think it's still recovering from what it two K twenty two that were just diabolical well, tables yeah, floating twenty one or whatever it was. Yeah, there's years. one that was awful. So and, it, and for me, it I think there's still off, a bit of that. They? Yeah, I think it, for me, there's still a bit of that. I think visually in that, I think they're as close to cinematic as you can get. I think oh, yeah. visually they're incredible, uh, especially like all the uh, entrance cinematics and everything like that. Now. WWE and 2K have announced, obviously, that 2K24 is going to release in March. Uh, this year's, there's a whole list of things that are going on to celebrate it being, firstly, uh, the 40th anniversary of WrestleMania. Yes. That we're going to get a special edition commemorating all the different classic matches and events of WrestleMania over the last 40 years. Um, it will launch three days earlier than the standard edition, which will launch on March the 8th. Um, and we do now know who are going to be the main cover stars of the two other editions. So Cody Rhodes, who returned back to WWE, was it two years ago now? Yes, two years I ago, think. yeah. Um, he will be the cover star of the standard edition, and for the first time ever, two women are going to be the cover stars of one of the editions. Um, Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley are going to be the deluxe edition cover stars. Um, you know, you it's one of them, in it? You're gonna, I say, I, 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 you're gonna say no. I'm gonna say yeah. And do you, and do you know why? Because I was having this, I was having this conversation. So I was talking to my mate Ben earlier, who is yeah. huge, huge WWE fan. He's been out to America to watch it, and he's even had the, you know, the pleasure of working for WWE. Yeah. Um, and you know, he was telling me about it. We always, we always go bounce between chats. How's the family? How's the wife? How's the kids? You know, Leeds United wrestling. Um, and I talk, said to him, you know, I haven't watched it for ages. I said, but I do always get suckered in. I know the Royal Rumble's on Saturday. There's all, The lads on Xbox are always like, oh, 
are we watching it? Are we staying up? And I said, I probably will. And then I'll sit there and say, I'm going to get back into watching it. And I, and I won't. I said, but actually, right now, I'm really interested in doing so. And he was telling me about The Rock's return and what he did yeah. and how they did it. And I was like, that's really clever. That's a really clever way how they did it. They brought, you know, bringing out Jinder Mahal and everybody, you know, the disappointment within fans are like when I was watching it and all camera phones are out and they're like, oh, my God, it's Jinder Mahal. <laughs> yeah. And then, obviously, the pop when The Rock came out was just unbelievable. And, you know, and he said it's, he said, I'll be honest with you. And, and I mean, he's been WWE from being God knows how, how old, two, three year old. And he's never, yeah. he's never faded ever. Like we have, we've dipped in and out. And when he was telling me how the stories and that are running that now, and I'm thinking, and then I watched that rock bit today after having a conversation with him. And I thought, do you know what? I, I do miss it. I do miss it. And I want to get I into do. it. Yeah, and I think I mean... the 40 years of WrestleMania added into this game. Um, yeah, that gets me because WrestleMania is massive, and there's some great WrestleMania moments. So I think because it's March and there's not a lot out, although I will have two games in February, so I might not get it on release. But I definitely think I will end up with this at some point. Yeah, I and think, I think Tom I mean, will if I do, and then then you yeah, will because we have chance. <laughs> yeah, um, Sam obviously is a listener of the show, and that he he's big on the wrestling and that still as well, and. Obviously, he sort of said the other day about obviously another big thing that was announced this week was that WWE signed a new massive deal with Netflix. Yes. Um, massive 10 year deal to bring WWE Raw to Netflix live and on catch up. Ah, see, uh, me and Ben it's... were talking about that. Has it been announced that you will, it is you can watch it live? Live. Yes. Wow. There's going to be a live, it's a, it's a new feature that they're going to bring, I believe, because I don't think there's any live streaming at all on Netflix at the minute. No, there I may isn't. be wrong. No, there isn't. Um, but they have said they're going to introduce live stream for the WWE partnership for, wow. and it's a 10 year deal. But that Raw doesn't start until 2025, does it? No, it's January. I believe it's January 2025. Yeah. Uh, we've got another year where at the minute it's on, like for us, TNT Sports now um, and Peacock, I believe it is, for like America and so on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's a massive deal. And I think as a whole, you look at the general, because obviously I generally follow WWE still through social media. So I see all the clips from yeah, every episode, yeah. you know. Um, and I just think with, you know, Triple H generally at the helm of it and everything. It's just a better product now. Yeah, they're starting to bring in the kayfabe again. You know, they're they're doing documents of like the wrestlers having bust ups and big arguments behind the scenes. You know, there was one today that's been shared, and it's um at the performance center, and it's um Logan Paul is in one of the training rings, and obviously he's fighting. I believe he's fighting Kevin Owens at Royal Rumble for the U.S. title, mm. and basically they've done it as a proper like mobile phone footage type thing of Kevin Owens having a real go at him while he's just training in the ring. And he's just basically going, what are you starting for? And he's, you know, he's giving him, and it's like all that, you know, the behind the scenes, like yeah. over the last few years, it went down the thing of behind the scenes, everybody has a great laugh. Everybody plays video games together. Everybody's out posing with the fans. Whereas back in the day, Undertaker was the Undertaker even out in public. Triple yeah. H was the villain even out in public. Stone Cold would just give the fans the middle finger. Yeah. Nowadays, even the bad guys. Well, I noticed as well. There's a lot of swearing in that, and it returned, hasn't there? Because yeah, the rocks, that, yeah, little, there's a lot of things. You know, with Jinder Mahal, were, were, there were plenty of it. You know, big words yeah. in there and stuff like that. There's been a couple of uses of blood as well, not major. Yeah, but there's been a couple of matches where there has been blood featured again, and they have confirmed that they are. 
scripted blood. So it's like they are they're, they're leaking little bits, and you know when it comes to it being streamed on Netflix, where there's no rating as such, they could just go all out. Netflix could just go for for the WWE Raw products. You can do what you want mm. if they wanted to, you know. So it's like I think as a whole, I think WWE's in a good spot. I've I've said for a while. Well, Ben was saying the best thing right now is it feels more like the Attitude Era, which is obviously all our favourite eras, but he said there's not just aimless fights. Whatever it is, there is a story behind it now. Yeah, they're starting to build up stories to everything. And, I mean, we have to accept it's never going to be the Attitude Era. We have to accept that. No. But Ben said this is now the the closest it's going to be. Yeah, and, and which is good, which is good. So I think I'm going to get suckered in um, to WWE 2K24. I think you're going to end up following me. I don't know if it'll be on release date, because like I said, I am getting two games in February. One of them is, well, one of them is next week, actually, and it's the Suicide Squad. Speaking of which... What um, a transition. Sh- I know, and I'm getting I'm getting good at this. I, every week, week in, week out, it's impressive. <laughs> anyway, yeah, straight after, well, soon after, should I say, launch of Suicide Squad, the Joker is going to arrive um, as, uh, like, DLC, if you like, and it will be a, a free DLC. Um, so we're expected, um, it's going to be the first uh, free post-launch content, um, and it's going to be part of the season that comes out at the beginning of March. So I'm, again, I don't know how people, I know you're not a DC or a, a Suicide Squad fan or out like that. So, but anybody listening, this is this is great for me um, because, again, it points to the game. It's going to have a lifespan. It's going to, it's going to keep coming. Um, and as well as the Joker, we're going to get new boss fights, new enemy variants, new missions, activities, strongholds. Um, new gear and weapons that's going to be villain-themed. Riddler content is coming. So the fact that the Riddler's on there, if it's anything like the Batman trilogy, um, they, for me, were some of the best things on the game with the Riddler content and trying to work it all out, because obviously it were riddles. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. I cannot wait for this game. My my pre-order money, actually, for this game came out two days ago, and I was very, I've never, yeah. I've never been so excited for money to leave my bank. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it, I, I can't wait for this. So, um, February 2nd, although um, I did hear that with if you pre-ordered it, you got it early. I'm just not sure how early or when I get it. So maybe I play it earlier than the 2nd. Um, I don't know, but, but yeah, most editions, if you didn't yeah. pre-order, is 2nd of February. I'm so excited for it. And with with all those new characters and that, the, you know, it's just going to open all this, like, a, a new frontier, isn't it? Yeah, Basically. yeah. Basically. Yeah. Now... Talking of Frontier, hey, like that for transition. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> um, Frontier Developments um, are the producers of games such as Planet Coaster, Planet Zoo, two of my all-time favourite games. I love my simulators, and they're right up there. Um, they also do the F1 Manager, is it? Yes. Is that what it's called, the Which F1 Manager game? game. Um, they've announced over the last couple of days that, um, I think it was today actually, that um, there's going to be a new monthly showcase called Frontier Unlocked from the studios. Uh, the first one is next week, January 31st, which what dates that? The Wednesday, the 31st, 6pm UK time, uh, where they're going to showcase some things that they've got going on, uh, a roadmap for the upcoming year and so on. Now, 
I'm hoping we're going to get Planet Coaster 2. They have said that they're going to announce a couple of the new titles that are coming up um, as part of this. You know, there's a lot of stuff being worked on. Um, we can look forward to learning more about the console edition of Warhammer 40k, Chaos Gate, um, you know, Elite Dangerous. That's one of their long-time games that they've been building for years, and it's got a big fan base for those that are into it. Um, and, yeah, they've just sort of said that they've, you know, there's going to be more announcements. They have said previously that obviously they're going to um announce more about one of their upcoming simulation games that's yet to be announced um i would be surprised if it isn't planet coaster 2 just because the fan base has been asking for it for so long Do you know what i want to um, see go on planet zoo on console please i that's could see I it want. happening i, you know, I really planet really uh, i really want to across. play this game um, oh, it's such a good game. I've said to you before, I know yeah. you don't use your, your multi-big power laptop for <laughs> no, games, but no, my God, Planet Zoo on that would run like a dream. But Planet Zoo is great, and it's still getting... I will give in console, I will give in, because I, yeah. I have to play it. I mean, I've said to you, through like CD keys and that, I've brought like the expansions for like the uh, the new animals and the new themes and that for like... Some of them now are like one ninety nine a pack. Yeah, they're so cheap, and it's like, the, and the game is just so in depth. There's so much you can do with it, and like I say, um, and obviously another game that they created is the Jurassic Park. Um, I forgot the name of it now. Jurassic World. What's the? Oh, Jurassic World Evolution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so obviously they made the Jurassic World Evolution. I don't think we're going to get another one of them because AI obviously. Would like that. Uh, well, have you heard about Jurassic World? No. They have announced that a new trilogy is in the works. They've announced it this week. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they've announced that the first one's currently in the production, like the pre-production stage. Wow. Um, the rumours are that we're not going to get, like... Um, I can't think of his name now. Who plays Owen? Chris Pratt. Yes. You know, none of them are going to be in it. It's basically a new trilogy, a new story. Wow. Um, I don't know how it's going to happen, but that's coming. But so to tie in with that, I don't think we're going to get a Jurassic World Evolution three. Because... But we have got a Jurassic Park game coming, haven't we? The RPG game. Yeah, that's coming. yeah. So you know, I can't see there being another one of that. F one manager. We've said previously that there's been a lot of poor. Well, they had layoffs and disappointing sales yeah. figures with that, didn't they? But I so you know, I think that Planet Coaster was released like something like eight years ago now. We're ready for the next one. There's obviously technology has come on massively. The jump between the the game engine for Planet Coaster to Planet Zoo is massive. The amount you can do in Planet Zoo that you couldn't do in Planet Coaster in terms of just just the basic simulation things yeah. was huge. So you know, Planet Zoo's been out four or five years, whatever it's been now. So a Planet Coaster two where potentially they could implement, you know, um, Zoo maybe. Or like we got with uh, Rollercoaster Tycoon back in the day, we had like the um, water park expansion and that. Yeah, yeah. You know, bring Planet Coaster in, let us build the planet, uh, the, the the theme parks, but let us also add a water park in. Or, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, just more elements. You know, there's a lot more roller coasters and flat rides and everything that are out there nowadays that just didn't feature in Planet Coaster. Let us yeah. do a little bit more with it. Bring more theme in, more possibilities, because... You know, that would be my game of, if it was to release this year, which it might, if it was announced, that would be my game of the year, without a doubt. That'd yeah, be my yeah, one. you begin to so, posters and that, are you? 
Yeah, massive theme park nerd. Uh, Sam, obviously, that's I worked with him at a theme park. That's how I got to know him. Mm. Uh, we both love our theme parks and that. So Planet Coaster is a game that if they announce a number two, that wins the year for me, I think. Nothing could be announced this year that would uh, top it for me. But one, one but game we'll that might be in contention for that is maybe at the topic of the night, Pal World. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, this seems to have taken the world by storm and we've had, I mean, this has just been, the news articles have just been flooded uh, with Pal World this year, uh, this week, sorry. Um, you know, and they've been, you know, they've laid out a roadmap uh, of what the, what's coming up with future updates, you know, fixing some issues and bringing out things like PvP for Pals, player versus player for Pals, a Pal Arena, PvP, you know, your characters, raid bosses, uh, Steam and Xbox crossplay, obviously loads of improvements and fixes and so on and so forth. Um, it's been that big that the co-op servers had a meltdown uh, when it first came out. Uh, and we've been addicted to it, haven't we? I think this is brilliant. This is literally Pokemon versus Meets Ark, isn't it? This is literally them yeah, two games wrapped I mean, in a this little is... bundle. Yeah, this is where the controversy has really took off and obviously... This was showcase, wasn't it? I think it was it the Xbox showcase last year. We first saw Power World because literally yeah. in that first trailer. I, I, but I only vaguely remember it. I, I do. Yeah, well, I remember it because of that exact. As we were watching, it, I went, "This is just Pokemon." Well, yeah, because I and remember I like, saying it. This is Pokemon in it. Is this? Yeah, like... and I was like, "That's insane." I was like, "That is so close to a Pokemon game," and it, obviously, it's got to the point of release. It's absolutely smashed record in terms of you know it's now the second highest grossing i think or um owned game on steam or something yeah. like that is the, seven the million copies yeah. sold um on steam. i think it had the second highest concurrent players record as well as something yeah um there's a whole load of things smash in now um, i can see why because it's took over my life for the last couple of days i've literally been flying through work during day to 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 get on this game get a chance on it yeah. finish building my base i mean obviously that's always going to be the biggest thing i love is you know and and i'm it's worth saying as well i'm not a pokemon fan now this is no, where the controversy comes from yeah. you're a massive pokemon fan i I, yeah. I never got into it so that was the kind of aspect of the game that put me off is because you literally do have a, what they call a sphere and, and you catch these pals, i.e. Pokemon. I know there's a, a modder out there that actually modded it and put Pokemon on. He's been shut down and he's yep. facing charges of copyright. Um, and now it's been looked into by, um, you know, the, the owners and that Pokemon, Pokemon company. Because, yeah. and, but interestingly enough, it's not so much, I mean, obviously... Apparently, there is characters that do look like Pokemon. <laughs> oh, massively, yeah. So there's that. But the biggest sort of thing that I've been reading is what they're bothered about is the dark pals uh, and having the whole killing and stuff like that within the game and, and eating each other and all but the that different distinguishes things. distinguishes a very significant difference to Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. But, but, uh, but interestingly enough, the Pokemon owners are sort of saying, you know, you're kind of like, you know, this is not right. You shouldn't have that in a game. It's too dark. It's too whatever. Yeah. Um, but if this game survives, um, because I'm surprised Ark are not 
you know, pursuing this as well because literally, you know, the the, the, the interface system, is identical. The, the interface is identical. The way that the foundations and that look is identical. Um, but I tell you what, interestingly enough, and I were having this chat on the way home from rugby training with my eldest today because he's got into it. And I said, interestingly enough, you know, I think a game like this could actually hinder Ark because he's in the same thought process as me, whereas he loves Ark, but he won't pay for it again. He absolutely refuses because of the way they went about it. And the fact yeah, that the number two was, you know, announced and then it's been dropped and they've remade the same game and decided we're going to shut servers down and charge you for it. And now when Ark 2 eventually does kind of grow its roots and release, people could be just mad on this. And forget Ark 2, we're not bothered. We've got a similar game that, that's more interesting. So could be detrimental if this survives. And the fact that this is in game preview, I think this could be incredible game. And it's I got think, so yeah. much room for growth. I think that's the thing. I think the reason, obviously, the Pokemon company have obviously come out and said, you know, we're going to look into it. Yes, as somebody who's played Pokemon right from the original, you know, I've watched the original series. I used to play Pokemon Red on my Game Boy and things like that. As I've grown up, I can sort of say, yes, a lot of these pals bear resemblance to Pokemon. You know, mm. you catch them in a sphere rather than a Pokeball. You can catch, you get different spheres. So in Pokemon, you have the Pokeball, the Great Ball, the Ultra Ball, the Master Ball. In this, you have like, what is it? Like the... the the you common sphere, out, yeah, the, you start the just a sphere. pal sphere, mega sphere, um, yeah, sphere. and then like a epic sphere, whatever they are. Like, so again, you have multiple levels, and obviously, the the higher the level, the more likely you'll catch your pal. Um, you can obviously battle with them. You can use them to attack other pals. You catch them pals. You can train them. Obviously, there's elements like they work on your base that don't yes, happen in that, Pokemon. Yeah, that's fantastic. That. And, you know, but, interestingly, I found out today, so I'll give a little tip while, while just while we're on that note, that you can actually, because one thing that, I mean, it really pissed me off. I was getting very upset, and I think you heard me during week shouting and bawling. So I caught a, a monkey, I think they're called a Tansy, uh, on there, and he's good at uh, lumbering when you've got, a, like, the little lumber yard that you get, and he, you know, gets yeah. you the wood. And he never, ever, ever gets wood. And then I turn around, and that stupid little git is wandering across the bloody base with an egg in his hand. I'm like, what is he doing? Why is he not yeah, getting the wood? that's not your job. But you can assign him. You can actually assign him to the job. Oh, okay. Now, I didn't know this. You'd have to show me how to do that. So Liam did it by accident. Basically, you know how you pick him up with X? Yeah. So just then press X again and throw him into whatever it is that you want him to do. Oh, okay, and they'll just and, stick to and, that. And it will pop up and says, assign. Now, Liam found this out by accident because he didn't even know you could pick them up. I did. He didn't know you could pick them up, and he'd gone to pick up a piece of wood or whatever off the floor, one walked across, picked it up, and then he just pressed X to throw him away and get him out of his way and threw him into the ranch. And it, it came up saying, he's, you know, this lamb ball is now assigned to the ranch. Um, so, yeah, oh, you okay. can actually physically assign them to the job that you want them to do, and they will keep doing that job unless they have to eat or sleep and they won't go do other jobs. So now my monkeys are hard at work uh, getting wood. So, yeah, it's it's, it's good. Got yeah, nice I think, you know, we've got, we've got, like I've said, there's a lot of comparisons and that. I mean, like a lot of people have said, yes, it bears massive, massive resemblance, but 
you almost feel like the game's just different enough that they might just get away with this. Yeah, I think they because, will. Because I don't yeah, see... Yeah, I can't did, see it. Like, when, when this was announced, at, like you said, last year, surely somebody from Pokemon has seen that this game's been released. Somebody must have... Unless they've been going around with their eyes shut and their ears closed for last year, surely they must know. And and usually a game won't get this far, you know, up I to been released. I wonder whether the Pokemon company would have bothered to do anything if it had only just, you know, just released and just gone into the abyss like a lot of games do. Yeah, but this but game now it's has rocketed. Yeah, yeah, you know, some th- this game could have launched on Game Pass and on Steam and achieved 30, 40, 50,000 players. Yeah, but instead, it's topped the seven or eight million to the point that this is drawing big attention now. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is a clear example of a, a really, really toxic part of gaming and all that as well. The fact that, like, you know, developers are re- re- developers of Power World are receiving, like, death threats from, like, proper vivid Pokemon fans. You know, yeah, they've, I've been they've hearing the this. game off. Yeah, and... you, as a Pokemon fan, are just not on that, are you? You're, no. you're the other way. You're appreciating the fact that it is, it's got its similarities, but it's different in many ways. It's it's a game... It's the Pokemon game we've always wanted. It's an open world. You can... I mean, obviously, a lot of the Pokemon games are based around the fact that you train your Pokemon up, you do the gym battles, and then you take on, like, the um, tournaments and so on. Mm, mm. But this is obviously a lot more... This is obviously, like, a base builder with Pokemon. Yeah. You know, for me, they're not Pokemon. It's not like Power World is Pikachu and all, you know, I'm not catching Squirtle and, you know, Onyx and all these sort of Pokemon. I'm catching their own creations. Yes, they do bear similarities but it's not pokemon no it's close very close and there's a lot of elements you know we've even said when you throw one of your spheres to catch a new pal it does like in pokemon you're waiting for it to rock when you throw a pokemon a pokeball at a pokemon the ball will like shake three times and after three times it'll like spark and that means you've caught it now in this you throw your sphere and the sphere will shake three times, won't it? And it'll get to like a hundred percent success. And then I can't say it, I've ever noticed that. You know how many times it shakes? Yeah, I know that so it shakes. it's got the bar going round saying the percentage chance of of catching it. Yeah, and things like that. So it shakes like three times, which is pretty right. much again identical to. But what I didn't ever know that. But would it's, I don't, no, I don't. you would like for, to, to the to anybody who's never properly followed Pokemon. This game bears no resemblance to anything. But, you know, I can appreciate the fact that it is very close, almost laughable in some cases. Mm. But I don't see the issue with it because it's a very different game as well in some aspects to anything Pokemon have ever produced. Yeah. So, you know, the fact that people are that dedicated to Pokemon that they feel that they have to sort of threaten developers and that, it's, that's too far. You know, it way is, too far. It is, yeah. And, and I love this game, so I hope it survives. I hope they continue to I build do, on yeah. it. Um, I do have one message for Pocket Pair, which I'm sure they listen listen to us, obviously. Um, <laughs> but make the bases bigger. The the ring's too small. Um, when you base build, like I base build, I like a, I like to have a mansion that I live in. Uh, I've currently got a tavern, uh, a barn. I've got a warehouse, so I I, I need more. I, I'm getting quite full, so the the base needs to be much 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 bigger. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I've got. At the minute, I've just got like a two by two square house, 
Oh, it's yeah, just like no. with everything I've put down at the minute, and obviously I chose to build by like a waterside, so half of my base is took up by the pool. As I'm well, I made that mistake with my first base. Like I, I kind of did it. Uh, well, I thought there was enough flat area, and I ended up half my circle were halfway down a cliffside. So yeah. it were like half of it were wasted. Um, when I found a better spot now, but still, I just yeah, just a little bit bigger for me. Like just. I don't put a bloody limit on it. I mean, it's it's okay because like my tavern, it was annoying building it, but I've done it right next to waterfront because the idea is I want a little pier coming off and there's going to be tables and that so you can drink outside over the, over the lagoon, which is lovely. So it's not even in my base because you can build your foundations outside the base, but it's a bloody ball yeah. building it because you can't access all your wood and that that's in your inventory, which speaking of which, I absolutely love that about the game. That you don't, have, if you're in your base to build something or make something, you don't have to have that on you. It can just yeah, be in, your, be in, in your, your chests and that. Yeah, it's yeah. great. And I will give another another tip while we're here for any PAL World players as well. Um, find at night, dark uh, PALs, find the Daydream. Um, and the reason I say that is because if you if you unlock Daydream and you get the Daydream necklace and, and make it, uh, the daydream. What's daydream? Is it so a it's pal, a pal or is it? A... Yeah, sorry, it's okay, a pal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a dark pal. Um, I found them mostly in um, dungeons. Uh, I found them quite there, or just stay out and wander about at night. But yeah, daydream, pink hair, pink quiff hair. Um, and what happens is you get a necklace for daydream, and once you've made that necklace, they stay out permanently. If they're in your party, it stays out permanently. And you can also still oh, okay. throw a sphere and get another pal out. So therefore, you can have three pals out. And your party consists of five. If you had four daydreams and, um, like, I use my Nightwing a lot, you, you can throw your Nightwing out and all four daydreams would be out attacking with you at the same time. If you've got that necklace, so that's yeah, that's great for, cool for you know the boss fights stuff. and things like that. Yeah. It's great if you fill your party with four of them, and another you can have all. I mean, you could fill it with five of them if you want, and all five will be out. Um, but yeah, you can. They stay out permanently. They just follow you about and attack when you attack. Um, yeah. So a little tip there if you if you're taking on some big bosses. But Something that I found I obviously this. I've not played it quite as much as you yet. Obviously you've had a few afternoons on it and that, but yeah. Um, obviously raids are something that happen in it as well. Yes, and they do. I've had a couple of raids where it's like the, are they called the syndicate? Like the, the, yes. the human raids. But I did get raided by three pals yesterday. Um, there was this like lizard punk thing. I can't remember what it's called now, but it's like basically uh, a big lizard in a hoodie. Or something, isn't it? The purple, like one, that. purple and yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So two of them and this like black and white wolf attacked. And I took the opportunity whilst my pals were attacking them when they were weak, I actually caught the two lizards. Yes. So obviously they're they're fairly not rare, but you know they just pop, they don't pop up as much as you know your the sheep and all that sort of thing. I, I need to learn some of the names of them, but you know the, the sheep, the cats, the yeah. chickens that are all they're just common. They're everywhere. These things are a little bit rarer. So when it comes to a raid, if you're there and you're able to sort of throw a sphere at them while they're seventy percent injured. Yep. You, you could walk away with a couple of uh, new I did the same as you. As like, well. I think they're called Lee's Pox or something like that. And I did the same. Is it, it's Lee's Punk, isn't it? I Some, think. Yeah, that might be it. Lee's Punk, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I did the same. I caught them. But then I started again because of where my base was. And I'd kind of got, a, yeah. you know, to grips with game. And 
So I started again and, and wanted to build on more flat land. And I've not had them since, but I did get attacked by dire wolves earlier, uh, which I really, really want one. Um, Is that and... the black and white wolf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one um, of them attacked, but it died before I managed to uh, catch one. Uh, well, four. Four came for me. It was a full pack. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the amount, I've, got, I've now got 10 pals working in my base. Uh, so yeah, all 10 seven, just attacked it and absolutely wiped them out. Um, so, yeah, is uh, the one thing I love about it as well is, you know, when whenever you reach sort of level 10, level 20, you, you get another base. You can build another base. So you can have oh, three okay. or four bases dotted. I, I've now got two. I've got two bases um, on, on, you know, the game I'm I'm on at the moment. And so, yeah, I've got two bases, and you can have different things in different bases if you want. And obviously, I've still got 10 pals working in my first base, so I can pop back there, get me wood, get, you know, all the stuff that they've been doing um, and bring it yeah, to the other so base. And, and you can fast travel between them. Found my first settlement earlier, little village. Um, that's good. Uh, I found a pal merchant there where you can buy and sell pals. Um, and I found a regular merchant. So one of my things to get my base leveled up was to find wheat seeds. Couldn't find them anywhere. Uh, and luckily a merchant in this in this village was selling uh, wheat seeds. 100 quid a seed, though, the robbing bugger. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, have, I do you know, I, I absolutely love this game. It does give me Ark vibes from when we first ever played Ark. Yeah, um, but I but I love the fact that you know you can just get your pals working for you and that. I think it's a sensational game. I pray, um, you know that that it it, it survives uh, and continues to grow because you know, like I said, with the with the roadmap that they've laid out, like uh, as well as the PvP and you know the the raid bosses and end game content and stuff like that, they're on about bringing out new islands and that for it. So yeah. It more seems expansions like, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm really excited for this. And the fact that it's only in-game preview um, is huge. So Pokemon, if you're listening, leave them alone. Pocket Pair, make the bases bigger. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to get on it. Um, I think I'll be straight on it after we go off air tonight. Yeah. I think, yeah, they've done, they've done well. It's like we've said, obviously, it is one of them games that it's going to face its challenges, at least for the time being. Obviously, I'm sure the Pokemon company have got mega, mega lawyers that can mm. challenge just about anything. But, you know, hopefully they get away with it because, it, you know, it's, it's a shame to see a game with what's had such massive success. It's unbelievable how it's on, isn't it? Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, I always knew Pokemon were big. And obviously, yeah. like we said, this has got resemblance. But I mean, obviously, I missed I missed the gravy train on Pokemon. But this, I, I think, and I like the fact that you are you you know you've got that perspective from both. You know, you've been a life. Yeah, Pokemon I can appreciate both and, sides. Yeah, and you can. Still I mean, appreciate. there's yeah, there's a lot of Pokemon fans that are in the same boat as me in terms of this is kind of showing the Pokemon company also. This is a game that a lot of fans have always wanted. I was going to say, surely just take never delivered from it. You know, yeah, you know. Do, do it, do it similar yourselves, and do a Pokemon version. Because surely, yeah. that'll if if this can make you know seven million sales in the first couple of days, what would Pokemon do? Yeah, there's, there's, it would sell massively. But yeah, the, you know, this just the the open world base building sort. We've never really had a Pokemon game like that. They've, they've obviously with the capabilities of the Switch and everything. You know, the Pokemon games are a lot more open world now but generally follow the same 
recipe of you catch a Pokemon, you train them, you battle, you know, and you go for your badges and everything. But this this is better. I like this in that in that in that aspect that you know yeah. we can actually sort of catch your things and already. We're starting to get our favourites, aren't we? You know, I like my little Firefox that I've caught. I don't know its name, but, you yeah. know, I've got two or three of them, and one of them is, like, my highest level. And Have you that's the, the one that I'm always using. No, I've seen that I can build that's it, fantastic. but I've not, it, it, honestly, I've not used get, it yet. Get the harness, because you, you basically pop it on your shoulder and use it as a flamethrower. It's incredible. Oh, wow. Yeah, really okay. good, really good. The, yeah. Now, my favourite's the Nightwing, and, and the reason being is, we, obviously, it's, it's a bird that flies... So it attacks from above, so it's a little bit harder to hit. And mine's like level 18, I think, now, and it knows all three of its... Well, it's got more than three abilities. I think it's got five abilities now that I can swap between. Um, so, yeah, when I go to, you know, big fights, it's like he is just absolutely phenomenal. And that combined with a couple of daydreams is like... It's just mental how quick I can melt, you know, other pals down. Yeah, uh, and take them out. But yeah, I, I I absolutely love it, and I love that each pal has got a different thing. So you know, like like I said, with a with a fox, you can use it as a flamethrower. The little monkeys, you can you can give them a pistol and a submachine gun to, um, you know, go and attack with it. It's fantastic. I, I think yeah. it's so innovative. Um, obviously, like you can my, see where my... the inspiration comes from. Arkham yeah, and the likes of Pokemon, but. They've took inspiration and tenfold with it. Yeah, they've, they've done well. And, it, you know, what they've sort of said about, you know, the, the roadmap of things they've got planned for it and everything, hopefully it survives and hopefully we do get to see this game just keep thriving because they've smashed it so far. Yeah, they Fair have. play to them. They have. And, and go, just go, sorry, just going back to one tip that I gave earlier about assigning your pals to specific jobs by throwing them in. Um, there is a little bit of, of a bug uh, with that at the moment where sometimes it'll just keep saying no task assigned or something like that. Just keep doing it. Just keep throwing them in and eventually and it'll, it'll work. Yeah, get there eventually. Uh, I, I haven't had that yet, but I know Liam has. Um, so, you know, I've only done it to two, three uh, pals and I've not had it. But if that does come up, just keep doing it and it will eventually work. Um, because obviously, game preview just come out. There is, yes, yeah, a lot of time to go. Yeah, yeah look how long Ark was in game preview. Oh yeah, well, hopefully not, three years. I think that were in game preview. Like that, yeah. Three years. Uh, so hopefully that will happen for this. Hopefully it will survive. Uh, and I think we should go play a bit of it. Ash, what do you think? I think that sounds like a great idea. So, so yeah, go on. Go on. I'll, let, I'll let you wrap up. I did the introduction. I'll let you wrap it up. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so that's it for this week. We've obviously got, um, that's our little roundup of the news as well as everything to do with Power World. Um, next week, we'll see where we're at. You know, we might obviously deliver the news as we always do. There might be another hot topic of the week, uh, depending on where we're at. Um, we have obviously said previously as well that at some point we would like to start introducing the occasional midweek random podcast as well, just to sort of throw them in as an extra every now and again. Um, as always to all of you that do tune in regularly um, I know that for a couple of you now it is your weekly routine it is something uh, that you like to listen to on a certain day whether it's you know whether you're at home or at work or whatever so thank you to you guys that do listen um, yeah obviously as always you can check out all the news on the press start pod, uh, on the press start website press-start.uk uh, obviously you can follow us on all of our podcast channels 
uh, and social media as well. And uh, that's about it, I think, for this week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, thank you for listening, guys. We really do appreciate you. And see you next week. We do. Yeah, see you next week.